0: to positively reviewed episode four. We're back again. Turns out we had more than three episodes. We figured it out. We weren't sure. Uh, We only had three planned initially, but I'm John. You know, I'm a scroll disguised as John. You'll figure that out later. And uh, Nessa's the mother of all dragons. Today, we're talking about Dota, Dragon's Blood. But before we get started, Let me pose a question to you, Nessa. If you could transform into any particular being, animal or otherwise, which one are you picking?
1: I forget. Was it on this podcast we talked about how much I enjoyed anacondas?
0: Because this is a conversation
1: I had at some point (laughs) recently.
0: I think you talked about Anaconda the movie.
1: Yes. (laughs) Can I... Can I just be an anaconda?
0: You just want to be an anaconda.
1: I just want to be an anaconda.
0: Any particular reason?
1: I you can swallow people probably. You can swallow large things. Just ah!
0: That's its entire useful. so you want to be an anaconda cuz you got a big mouth. You already have that one covered. So <laughs> you're, wow. you don't need it to be a snake for that.
1: Yes. But I will come equipped with like crushing coils of death.
0: Gotcha. So, so. you want the grip of death and yes. the ability to eat things whole. Yes. Okay. Well, I could work with that one. Uh, I didn't think about it. You know, I, I come up with these questions and my plan is like, mm-hmm. I'll ask Nessa and then I'll f- hope she doesn't think to be like, wait, what would you be? But I know you're gonna ask, <laughs> but I don't. Uh-huh. I don't think that far. I'm like, nah, it's fine. I'll just try and bypass the question. Uh, I didn't think about it at all. I would be t- uh, a platypus.
1: A platypus,
0: because they are God's great creation mm-hmm. in this world. Mm-hmm. Whatever that means, that's what I'm going with.
1: Sure. Yeah, I will accept that as an answer. <laughs> also, there's Perry the Platypus.
0: Yeah, well, which is he's like the single a greatest and... animated character. <laughs> this... <laughs> Doodzendor, Doodlemyve, Doodle. <laughs> What's his? Uh, who is his rival? Oh,
1: it, if you hadn't have said it, I could have told you. But now, now I have Doozendor <laughs> bouncing around in my head, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know, I don't know anymore. It's
0: a great. For those who don't know, Duven Schmertz, and Shorts Schmights, Schmertz, Sh- Shorts Schmites? Schmertz. You, you sure? You sure <laughs> yes. about that one? I don't know. Yes. I'll just believe it. Whatever it is, it's one of the one of the many things we just said. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what do we do, NASA?
1: Well, we uh, we find the most amazing, awesome content in existence and then we bring it here give you all kinds of spoilers so you know exactly what you're in for and we tell you how awesome it is uh so small disclaimer if you are looking for objective opinions this may not be the podcast for you but if you need a hit of serotonin john and i got you covered
0: nice positive and probably some spoilers. That's your warning right now. Uh, yeah, if you're looking for a non, non-biased non review, this this ain't for it, because we are only talking about positive, and we are gonna be talking spoilers. We are talking about a TV show that only has one season. It's kinda hard mm-hmm. not to talk about spoilers. Although, if you've started the show at all, it's pretty easy to see the direction this show's going in. So it's, you know, it should, yeah. shouldn't be too bad on the yeah. spoiler front uh, out of what it is, so.
1: That is accurate. And if you want to follow along with the podcast, catch any of the other episodes, POS Reviewed Pod, P-O-S Reviewed, P-O-D, on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Podbean, Spotify, all those one of things, positively reviewed podcasts, that's where you're going to find us. But, so we're in my world this week. We are we are in the Dota world. We're looking at Dota Dragon's Blood, the anime. We beat League of Legends to the punch. We got out before their anime got out. Uh but Joker has has obliged me. He's gone through and watched, he's done some wonderful yeah. research. So why don't you introduce this... yeah. our glorious best content ever?
0: today uh like nessa said we're in we're in her wheelhouse the last last few weeks the last first three episodes were kind of kind of things i've bit were on my head initially and were relevant at the time i think uh but you know marvel especially last week is my wheelhouse and so now we decide to go over to nessa's wheelhouse you know i mentioned that i was a scroll uh, side note for the Marvel stuff, wh- you know, Secret Wars was announced recently, and I'm just saying, everyone in Marvel is a scroll. They're all scrolls. Spider Man, he's a scroll. Tony Stark, he's a scroll. And a dead one at that. Like, all of them. Nick series like a... is the only one who's not a scroll. That's what it comes down to. What uh,
1: is a scroll is a like?
0: Did you watch Captain a, Marvel? It's like a piece of paper. No, not a oh, scroll. Oh, scroll <laughs>
1: like, like the alien. The, got it, got yeah, it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, the green
0: that could transform. That's the whole yes. Marvel secret was the whole thing is that a bunch of people in the world in our government turned out to be scroll, and so it was a secret invasion that was like Hydra. They're just doing the whole Hydra thing again, but this time we're going to find out. They're going to they're have some twists. I'm now trying to figure out what superheroes are going to be found out to be scroll and then they're going to be removed from the Marvel Universe indefinitely. Uh, Pretty much everyone is what I believe is going to happen. But anyways, today we're talking about Dota (laughs) Dragon's Blood Uh, and why it's the greatest piece of media ever created. Greatest piece of content to grace this earth. Uh, It was made by Studio Mer, Kaiju Boulevard, and the and produced by production uh, reeve or, or it was animated by production reeve is the animation studio it's created by ashley edward miller who we will mention in just a second we'll actually get to that in the filler section because we have some fun things there the director was uh park so young as well as kim yu jong i apologize if i mispronounce that uh You'll hear the copy. We decide to switch it up. You hear the copy of what the heck Dragon's Blood is at the end, but pretty much it's a, it's uh a, it's based on Dota. You know that video game. You yeah. might have heard of the video game. It's it's a what what is that? It's not an RTS. I a moba. It's, no, it actually it's a,
1: is an RTS. Like people get upset it? if you call it a moba because they're like, well, it's not really a moba. It's really an RTS.
0: But I mean, isn't yeah, it more moba than it is RTS? Because to me in RTS is very much like the build like buildings and fortifications and spawn troops to send it across whereas this one you're playing a single character like to me that was really the difference between how they work but maybe I'm I- wrong
1: I, I- I don't disagree with you, but real time strategy is just you are acting out strategy in real time and Dota often but, I mean, gets that's compared every to chess. I... So
0: Ooh, don't get me yeah. started. I <laughs> mean, John has his feelings on how we we categorize our gaming genres. I don't like it. Not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's wrong. Cause yeah, that's exactly every game is an RTS, pretty much. Every game you're reenacting yes. strategies in real time. Okay? It's all. Except maybe turn base. I guess Pokemon and stuff. You're not necessarily because no, they're obvious, Yeah, not real time. But yeah. yeah, I mean, if you're playing FPS, it's all real time. Like it's all, <laughs> it's all bad. I don't like it. <laughs> There's better ways for us to do that. Yeah. Let's talk we'll, about. We'll go with MOBA. Let's talk we'll about past experience. I'll start because uh, mine's nice and short. Uh, what is Dota? Mm-hmm. Is my past experience. Uh, I, I've known Dota a while. You know, I've I have watched some esports tournaments, but I watch all the esports in general. Uh, so I do do know what Dota is. I've never actually played the game, but I know of it. That's about my past experience, which was actually kind of cool because I'm used to watching these kind of shows or other media based on a franchise. While knowing mm-hmm. other things like Resident Evil, any of the Marvel stuff, you know, a lot of the TV shows like Assassin with the Assassin's Creed movies or, you know, uh, anything uh, Tomb Raider, all of the Mortal Kombat. We just talked about I, Mortal. All right. Anyways, but all of those things, I at least have some knowledge or experience, whether it's just I played a little bit of games or I kind of went into like a deep live a uh, deep dive lore kind of thing mm-hmm. into it. I didn't really do that with Dota. I don't I don't know Dota at all. So going into this, I did sit there knowing it's a video game. I sat there every time I'm like I don't know which characters are actually characters in the game <laughs> other than like obviously the main characters, but I'm like maybe that character is a character in the game, but I'm not actually sure. They could be. Maybe they're just added to the show. I don't know. So it was actually kind of fun that watching the show with having almost no knowledge of the game prior. So, but let's actually go on to Nessa's because she is an esports commentator for Dota. Uh, <laughs> very hardcore Dota player. Uh, she lives and breathes Dota. That's what it comes down to.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I've, I've got over nine thousand hours in the game. Um, That's a little bit. And- Yeah, I've been playing it since 2012, and I I stream it pretty much every single weekday except podcast day, and play it on the weekends when I have time, and I make content for it, and, and try and work in the pro scene when I can, and... I love it. Um, if you don't know what Dota is, which isn't really necessary for watching the anime, but a, a basic overview not, of it... it
0: I, I just want yes, to It's very it, not... Yeah, you don't need to know anything about the game, so enjoy this. Yeah, I so, don't know if I I would have enjoyed it more if I knew things. I probably would have, but I, I'll i tell you, first off, I really actually enjoyed this series. So, but continue.
1: Uh, so, Dota is actually originally built from a Warcraft 3 mod and or it was it was a mod it was a, a special custom mode in in warcraft 3 so it builds off of warcraft 3 characters and some of their lore and it got taken out of that and developed by valve outside of blizzard as an independent game so names were changed to protect the innocent, uh, but, you know, to protect the copyright. Uh, but that's why kind of Dota works, even if you don't know anything about the game, because the game itself is a, a 5v5. You're trying to destroy the other people's base, and you work on a team of five with your five characters and try and kill the other person's base using you know, all your unique spells and how your heroes work together and everything. But those heroes all have individual backstories that kind of come from the Blizzard universe without overly acknowledging that they come from the Blizzard universe. So a lot of these characters have a little bit of story to them and that's what the anime kind of drew from to develop the story and the characters and everything. So playing the game's great. It's a lot of fun. You know, we get to have the biggest, shiniest prize pool in all of esports and probably some of the most drama in all of esports. But completely unnecessary to engage with the anime on its own is really great. And the really cool thing is the anime only touches on a couple select characters and Dota has, I don't know, 118, 120, something like that, heroes. So the expansion possible possibilities for this world are massive just undeniably massive
0: which i'm excited for i mean they showed few a few of the characters as is and like i said i don't recognize any of them for the game but knowing knowing how knowing that it is a game and how diverse characters tend to be you know in video games they don't like to have the exact same character duplicated over and over again so, they always have to make very unique characters. So, it's it's the same thing with Mortal Kombat, is they've got a big array of lore and characters to pick from that they will pull from for potentially years to come. So, hopefully years to come. Um, but that's... So, we'll roll right into the facts section here. We actually only got a few facts... Uh, it was hard for me to find facts. I wrote all the facts. I know Ness is the the Dota expert, but I, I write all the facts, so I decided to see what I could find. It's kind of hard to find stuff about a show that's only had one season when mm-hmm. the game has been out for... Two games have been out for God knows how many years now. Um, so a lot of these are actually going to be facts about the video game. Because I I think it ties in. I mean, you know, some of that money got funneled over to this project and other. The reason this show was a success was partly because of how successful the games have been. So I think it's important to have that. So uh, I'll let you start out with the the, you you usually read the facts. I think you read the facts already because I did ask. I was like, look, I didn't find a lot of facts that were (laughs) super interesting about the show. But I just, this is the Nessa show this week, so I'm just hoping that she carries the episode by having a lot of filler facts to throw in there on top of the the very basic ones that I got.
1: Well, I mean, as we we go through your impressions and everything in the show, I, I think we'll add to it, but... We'll start out with some some basic background for you guys about the Dota Dragons Blood anime. So there may not be a lot of info on cost for the show itself, but the game Dota Two, and I'm very curious where you pulled these numbers from. But uh, in 2015, made 18 million a month, which was 600,000 a day, uh, which you know coincidentally is the cost to raise a child in the Bay Area. Uh, and in <laughs> that year, Valve spent 20 million on Tournaments.
0: I brought it so back. So eight. I gave it Vanessa. Yeah, yeah. I knew she was. She was upset the last few episodes that I hadn't actually figured out. It's tough to figure out when when we're talking millions of dollars. It's hard to convert it to like how how where can you raise kids at? So six hundred dollars a day. Could you imagine making six hundred thousand dollars a day? That's crazy. So, but yeah, back in nice twenty fifteen, I couldn't mm-hmm. find as much updated numbers. But in twenty fifteen, so like six years ago, which is dota 2 was very much newer it was making 18 million dollars a month now i hate to throw this in there because i don't know i don't nessa how do you feel about league let's just digress I think it's here fine. okay all right i, I mean okay. i didn't know if you had a a, a bias automatic hatred because you're like it's our rival i have to hate it
1: so for me it's whichever one you played first okay uh is 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 what you end up really gravitating to because they're both such an immense amount of information, just learning all of the champions for league, heroes for Dota, uh, that it's kind of like whatever one you you learn first or gravitate towards or have that friend group that plays, that's the one you're gonna like and know because it's it's too much information to devote yourself to both games. So you have to pick one and then you have to like defend your pick
0: got it so yeah will you don't say don't have the brain I- space for both games
1: <laughs> yeah on that front though there's a reason that dota players are the way they are about like so league players are like oh dota they're so pretentious like whatever i don't want to deal with it dota players are like oh your kitty pool is so cute <laughs> because
0: <laughs> so they are pretentious <laughs> is what you're telling me
1: yes but like i'm gonna i'm gonna jump on that bandwagon because league is unbelievably easy um Woo! at the at I the base this. level throw the fire so, like at at really high levels, League is obviously challenging. I still think that Dota is harder because Dota, in in general, like just looking at the stats, typically has more heroes in the competitive playing pool. So the, the diversity of strategies and, and, like, the mental game you have to play is, is a lot higher in Dota because, like, 115 heroes will be viable even though we only have 120. Whereas in league, it's like 40 heroes are viable, but they'll have 200 something of them. So in league, the the drafting strategy and understanding how to play against different heroes, that's a lower ceiling. But high level they're both very hard. However, entry level league of legends is like the easiest thing in the world. And I know I come from a Dota background, so that was easier for me, but I played this game and it's just like all of the things you have to handle in Dota, all the extra mechanics aren't there. And so it's 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 very relaxing. Very relaxing, uh, low-stress game to play at the lower levels.
0: So you've heard it here first. Dota is a positively reviewed, positive review. Uh, <laughs> greatest piece of... The greatest MOBA ever created, officially determined by Nessa today better than League by about 600,000%. So Yes. <laughs> okay, the reason why I asked that question is because I was saying that in 2015, Dota 2 was making $18 million, $18 million a month. League mm-hmm. of Legends was making $18 million every five days. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was making... It was making the same thing Dota was making in a month and about five days. So which league yes. is a more played game Bigger. overall. Yeah. Probably because it's easier, as Nessa has said, is you know, it just appeases those, you know, casual kinda garbage gamers that don't deserve to play with people like <laughs> Nessa. Okay? They're not huh? good enough to play. So <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, goodness. But yeah, in that same okay. year of of that, mm-hmm. they spent 20 million on tournaments. Now, you again, you being in the more esports world, Dota 2 has always had some really big prize pools, which is insane. And now let's say Dota is free to play. Right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. That was I said that. I honestly did not know. But it's free to play. So this is the power. I'm just throwing out there. Side tangent. This is the power of cosmetics. Just people making their characters look different. I guess unlocking champions. I'm, I'm guessing you could also pay to unlock champions as well instead of just playing.
1: No, they're no. all unlocked. Oh, okay, they're cool. Completely, everything so is it's unlocked. Not
0: League. Who does lock no. their characters behind a paywall yes. unless you play? So yes. Ah, see, look, Dota already arguably and a fish, uh in a inequivably you know what can't say that word but we got it It better dota's determined better than league in all ways uh but yeah that's the power cosmetics they made they make so much money off people just changing the look of their characters that they can support 20 million dollars in tournaments
1: Well, would you like a fun fact? Yes, that's the reason
0: why these facts are really basic is so that you (laughs) could give me the actual good facts.
1: Yes, we can we can add it. You are my Wikipedia page. Yeah, so the the International 10, which was supposed to happen 2020. And for obvious reasons, did not. Uh, so Valve contributes 1.6 million to the prize pool of every international. So the very first international back in 2011, before Dota 2 was even released and available to the public, Valve went to a bunch of Dota 1 teams and brought them out to Seattle and gave them Dota 2 and had them play for like a month or two and then ran the international. $1.6 $1.6 million was the total prize pool for TI1, so that first place walked away with a million dollars. Gotcha. At TI3, they opened up crowdfunding and created a battle mm-hmm. pass filled with cosmetics and perks and everything, and so that TI was, I don't know, 3.4, 4 point something. Is so three, three to four million, um, and every single year that prize pool has risen to now for Ti10, that crowd funded prize pool hit forty million dollars. Forty million. S- my god, and that's 25% of what fans spend on the battle pass goes to the prize pool. Oh my so approximately god, approximately 160 million dollars was spent by the Dota community over the space of like four months on the battle pass.
0: That's so you insanity. Can
1: see why Netflix greenlit in an anime,
0: yeah. I was gonna, you know, I was gonna say, I was like, ah, 3.4 million, that's not too crazy. Halo 5. Had just from their, uh they didn't do well. They kind of did crowdfunding with their their gold packs and unlocks as well. Was fifty percent, fifty percent, ten percent? I don't remember. It was fifty or ten percent of whatever people spent <clears throat> on Halo Five went to the pr- one of the prize pools for the worlds for Halo Five, which got it up to uh, two point one million. But forty million for what this last season is what you you're telling me. Or... yeah
1: so so it got postponed so now when the right. international happens in sweden in a few months in august the prize pool will be 40 million
0: is that capped the there or forward. is it still rising technically speaking
1: i believe they capped it because if they had two years of crowdfunding next year it would be impossible to beat their previous record right just, every is year the prize pool's rule? Gone up. is
0: they have to beat their record
1: I think because of the way that Dota works, everything is around the international. Like nothing else is important. And that's the only PR that Dota ever gets. That's Valve's like entire marketing strategy. Yeah, Valve so doesn't do a lot time, of marketing. So Yeah. So the first time that the prize pool doesn't cap the top the previous years is like the sign that Dota's dead. Like the moment it doesn't happen, like Dota will die is is the interpretation (laughs) so it has to
0: so it has okay so uh you hear it you you know if if you think you're in the wrong business you are you could be making (laughs) 40 uh what i don't even know what the what
1: made 120 million
0: right you could be making these games or you could just be an esports champion uh, it's it's super easy, obviously, to be uh, number one in the world at a video game. It's not difficult at all. So yeah, just uh, quit your job and become a gamer is what I'm telling you. So it'll work out for you. Uh, so how much is going to first place out of a forty million? What it would be like? A first place team um, is. is that it's, like th-
1: okay, so thirty million. So the the, the distribution changes every year. Uh,
0: right, because I mean, because it gets pretty happened, extreme.
1: Yeah what what happened? Another fun fact for you is is Fortnite did their their huge hundred million dollar tournament series, and they had. Uh, first place for Fortnite World Champion or whatever was going to get $3.3 million, which was going to break the record for the largest prize payout to an individual person in esports history ever. Right. I kid you not... The TI prize pool distribution for that year changed the percentage that went to first place. So that first place, each individual, like if you split it five ways, those players got a few hundred thousand more than whatever Didn't the Fortnite, Fortnite world champion got. Why so that they? Dota could all, like, I, I swear it was intentional. Like no, no one is going to be able to argue this with me.
0: So how does, so we don't, I, how does Dota... we don't know prize pool distribution okay. yet. How does um, Dota have a bigger that. prize? And I apologize, but this is this is now <laughs> just us talking because now I don't know about enough about this stuff that I don't know if anyone cares about this. You probably don't, but I'm interested in this, so we're talking about it. But like, how does Dota have bigger prize pools than someone like League? Then, because uh, does League just not do crowdfunding for it, or?
1: League did do crowdfunding, and their prize pool didn't even get close. But League does crowdfunding differently, so rather than doing an entire battle, so the the way that Valve does the battle passes is, you buy the base battle pass, it's like 10 levels, and you unlock a couple of things. And you can complete challenges and play to level it up, but you will never level it up very far. And mm. so you will buy bundles to level it more. Wow. And they will release content for the battle pass every couple of weeks. A new skin, a new special map mode, new super toxic taunts that you can use in-game. They they profit massively also off, of, off of in-game toxicity. I'm not even kidding. Like this is like straight up a thing that they do. Um and to like to just drip, like bleed everybody dry over the course of these four or five months by continuous hats and and more things that they put out so that people keep spending money when league did crowdfunding they did a single skin and they did all of the sales from this skin a percentage will go to the prize pool
0: oh yeah that's nothing
1: and yeah so that's very different
0: so Dota, that's a very dota doing like it's a force paying battle pass most most games in general do battle passes where you can you have to buy they have a free and a premium you buy the premium for like 20 bucks um but then you have to actually play you're forced to play the game to finish it you have to play basically a certain amount of hours and you'll be able to get enough xp or challenges or whatever to finish it but it sounds like dota they don't care about that they're just like look you need to pay if you want everything so
1: yes exactly i I mean i spent probably a couple hundred last year to get the skins that i wanted overall
0: That's okay. Uh, so... We won't talk about how much I spend on microtransactions. <laughs> it's fine. I, I play yeah. a mobile game. Mobile games are pay-to-win by design. Or by design. Yeah. So we won't. We don't need to talk about that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I would say that my, my stream definitely funded some of it because they were like, "No, you absolutely must have this skin." And then would donate and be like, "Go buy battle pass levels," I was like, "Well, okay." So you do I'm it. Not the real idea. reasons
0: why we want to become super big, popular streamers is so that. We can buy everything in battle passes and our viewers pay every yes. for it all. Give us free money yes. is what I'm asking. Accurate. All right. So that's, I, that's back to the facts. Let's let's go back uh, <laughs> to talk about that $18 million a month. Uh, with $18 million, I actually – this was kind of hard to look up because mm-hmm. one particular thing came up, and it's Floyd Mayweather's Billion Watch. Billionaire Watch. There's a company called Billionaires. It's a billionaires club uh they commissioned a specific watch f- for Floyd Mayweather that was made by Jacob and Co. Fun fact, that is my dream watch by the way, not his <laughs> particularly, but Jacob and Co have some incredibly cool. they have these like ast- uh, astronomical planetarium watches and stuff like that mm-hmm. that uh I think it's like yeah 2.1 million dollars or <sighs> no no no. I think the lowest lowest end one, okay, is like $400,000. That's my dream watch. (laughs) So I do, I'm a fan of that company. But yeah, that was kind of the only big thing that came up because every Google page for like 10 plus Google pages were just talking about this watch that was all diamond encrusted, see-through, crazy looking uh watch for Floyd Mayweather and then also a Bugatti v- La Voiture no- Noir? Sure, I said that correct. It's a it's yeah. a car. They made a very uh Bugatti made a very specific car. I don't know how to explain the look of a car because I'm not a car guy. But the best word is when I saw it, the word that popped in my head is Phantom. So whatever that means to you, sure, that's what it looks like. Um <laughs> Oh, you know what? It looks like Batman's car. That's a good... The uh-huh. Batmobile. It kind of looked like the okay. super sleek looking... Not the big, beefy one from the the movie... From the uh, Chris, Christopher Nolan movies, but the kind of almost animated, sleek, slender one of the the animated series of the Batman Got Beyond. It. So Maybe if you that want one. a
1: Batmobile, yeah. just be Valve for a month.
0: Yeah, that's it. And you're set. And yeah, Costa Rays Child is in the Bay Area six hundred thousand dollars so uh so
1: every day in 2015 valve could have raised a child in the bay area yep this is san francisco right that's the bay uh, area yes
0: that is okay, just i checking. think does that include la as well i don't know how big is the bay area in california i've been there many I feel times I like la is but too far
1: away i feel like it's, it's is like it? the north. okay
0: whatever the bay area is uh six hundred thousand that's almost three times the cost of the average to raise a kid in the U S. So, uh, once again, what are you spending on your children? Okay. Actually, <laughs> it's just the Bay area. It's just living yeah, there. Yeah. It's not even, yeah. let's be honest. That 600 K isn't actually going to the kid. It's going to the, <laughs> the housing that the kid lives under. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And also all of their kombuchas that they're feeding their kids. Cause yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, second fact. Yeah. We've got, we've given you a lot of, we've got so many facts. I told you it was going to happen. On the first two days after release, Dota Dragon's Blood was the most watched show in Bolivia, Bulgaria, Peru, the Philippines, Russia, Serbia, Ukraine, and Vietnam.
0: No U.S. in Which that. Which does not surprise me. Which was I've, a surprise, I've... or... now. No. The no.
1: United States is not known. That NA is not known for its uh, Dota scene. Um, Dota is really, really big in South America, Europe, uh, especially Eastern Europe, and Southeast Asia and China. I do not know if this show was allowed in China.
0: Probably not. But
1: based on its content, I'm not sure that it was allowed there, Had it had it been, or if it was altered or somehow i don't know i don't know enough about the stats on that um but dota is also very popular in china um but yeah very very popular in peru so peru makes a lot of sense incredibly popular in the philippines
0: yeah it's a lot Um, of south american countries there so
1: yeah and so southeast asia south american eastern europe like those are all absolutely massive dota fans uh so it 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 tracks
0: it's interesting seeing those things and hearing that cuz like I don't I don't know those things but yeah I mean I think everyone in the US a lot of times believes that whatever the game is that they're playing is probably the most popular in the US because we are an entertainment uh capital of the world. Yeah. But it's it's interesting like Gears of War is a good example. Its biggest biggest player base is actually in Mexico. So I mean it's still North America but it's uh Mexico has has the most amount of like hardcore Gears of War fans out there. So it's just in- interesting knowing these random like, hey, other places than America exist. They're out there. Remember, M- Maybe go to them or remember about them sometimes. So. Yeah,
1: remember that they exist. That's a side tangent we talk about on uh, on live streaming services, an argument I have to have with people regularly. Uh, Twitch is not the biggest one in the scene in case you're curious. But that can be a conversation for another time. <laughs> uh, our last fact here is that Dota 2 was built on only one gigabyte or bit. No, that's a bytes, capital B. Gigabyte of memory. Yes. John, how do you know this?
0: So this is, I had a friend... Uh, My family has a friend who used to work at Valve. A lot of respect because he did a very particular thing that very few people in the world know how to do and know how to do well, which is he was a programmer for Valve. Um, He wasn't a college graduate or anything like that, but he specifically was good at memory allocation stuff, which is not something we see these days, pretty much at all that's why our (laughs) games are 200 gig nowadays call of duty is a hundred and you know just just the Warzone game mode is like 110 gigabytes it's insanity so yeah his job was specifically he worked on uh all pretty much all the games at once his job was Mm -hmm. to go yell at people when they were using up too much memory um, when when someone is like, hey, look at this really cool animation I made for Dota 2. Look at this really cool flame effect I made for this guy's sword. He'll come up and be like, you're taking up 500 megabytes of our one gig of space. You need to chill. He's like, make it look as good, but do it way more efficiently. And if, if they didn't know how to really work it, that was partly his job, is he would actually recode other people's code to be more efficient. So he was an efficiency cool. programmer. It was really cool. But yeah, so I, I you know, I've, I visited Valve before. I've taken a tour of their place. I got a balloon of corn and I got to see the Counter-Strike and TF2 and all that stuff. Um, they were working on Dota 2 while I was there. So they, ah. they hadn't even been released yet. So I was talking, but yeah, it was only built on one gig of memory, which is very small by the way it's very very small compared to most games these days so that's uh that's my little fun kind of deep dive fact so
1: i find that fascinating all right well are we ready for like the meaty meat the show oh, yeah itself? do we
0: need a dive do, in. You, do we need to be filled up at all baby that's I, a, that's I how know. i have it written no i think I, we I need know. some fill you got any other facts for us I mean I there'
1: there's some, but I want them in context of the show. Okay. Well, I wanna then like we'll, dive into we'll the show there. before we I'll have questions because as I said,
0: I going in knowing none of this, I'm now very curious. I want I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you. I will one of these days I'm gonna be doing a deep dive into the Dota lore. I'm just gonna be oh, wiki for you. So. Oh no,
1: there is a well, this is okay okay i got a fact for you so there's a content creator very popular in dota called sir action slacks and he does these video series and he's he's considered the lore master and he's made us his brand to know everything about lore and i'm still not sure if he makes it all up or not i haven't actually figured that out because i've never <laughs> watched any of his but he makes these things called orgasms that like deep dive into the lore and the show creator i asked him this when i interviewed the guy who like wrote and made the whole anime like did you consult with slacks and he was like yes actually i watched lorgasms and those were a big inspiration for you know guiding this show and i'm just like you've got to be freaking kidding me!" (laughs) (laughs) so if you want to do a deep dive search for lorgasms or action slacks you're gonna find what you need on the topic
0: (laughs) search it on uh on the youtube search bar not on google you might get something different
1: that's true. That's uh, that's that's valid. No, you
0: probably get the same advice. thing. But uh, yeah, we'll get into the we'll get into this. So here's the copy. I'll let I'll let Nessa. Nessa likes reading the copy at least. kind I do. of so I do like, no,
1: copies I do like this,
0: and then we'll we'll talk about a little bit before okay. we get into it as well.
1: So the series premiered on Netflix on March 25th, 2021. Dragon's Blood is presented in a style that combines anime with Western animation. A second season is currently in the works after the initial eight episode series. Set in a fantasy world, the story follows Dragon Knight, Davion, who hunts dragons to make the world a safer place. In a battle between demons and dragons, an elder dragon merges his soul with Davion. Along with a moon princess, Marana, Davion pursues a journey to stop the demon Terrorblade, who wants to kill dragons and collect their souls. This also reminds me of another fact I forgot to tell you. Studio Mir, the people that made this, are the same people that made Legend of Korra.
0: Oh, that's where I remember them from. I haven't started. I, uh, literally I'm on the last episode of rewatching the last airbender avatar, the last airbender. So, and I have never actually watched legend of course. So that's immediately going to be happening right after it. I, uh, I only got about halfway. I didn't know. Did you know avatar was only three seasons they only had three. I, I felt like I watched that. One. I thought I watched that for like years, <laughs> but I only watched it for a year and a half because I stopped midway through the second season. I just it wasn't because I stopped enjoying it. That show is incredible, by the way. I've been re- rewatching it. Voice actors. Uh, I was very surprised by some. Mark Hamill is in it. He's the the dragon. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, I'm I'm digressing. Point is, Legend Cora. I'm 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 going to be getting that soon, so that's fun. And I actually like this style of animation. I like I like all of it, so it's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to also mention Ashley Miller again, really quick. So he was the screenwriter as well as the creator for this. Um, mentioned him earlier, and he, he's he's the brains. He's bra- the brains behind the Dragon's Blood show. Yes. Uh, he if you don't know him he worked on thor so he was one of the writers yeah. for thor he worked on x-men first class which is great he's worked on uh, he worked on terminator the sarah connor chronicles which i was a fan yeah. of that show summer glau was in it which i'm a fan of her because she's from firefly slash serenity so any of those a- actors and anything i love immediately so i was a fan of the sarah connor it wasn't a good show but i liked it uh but a bunch of other twilight uh, i said andromeda Twilight fringe worked on that a little bit uh but the important one agent cody banks that's uh that's also <laughs> one that they worked on so he's got a few things under under his belt um but what we really wanted to talk about is yeah you got to interview him for a DreamHack mm-hmm. and esports uh kind of thing as well as yeah. just talking about the show before it released. Uh, I saw the interview. Mm-hmm. It was very good, very interesting. I love hearing you talking about. It. So, what was what was that like? You got to meet the writer for the the show.
1: It was wild because the show got announced, and I tracked the writer down and messaged him on Twitter, and he instantly replied back and was over the moon excited. And we had the interview set up for the next week, and then I had to sit on the interview. For like two or three weeks because of our release schedule at dreamhack like it wasn't it wasn't being released yet we filmed it ahead of time and it was torturing me because there was all these questions people were asking and all these things they wanted to know and i was like i i have this interview like let me share um but the guy was great he he was really really passionate about Fully immersing himself in Dota. Like I said, he went and watched those Lorgasms. He tried to figure it all out. The project had started before he came on. And then he came on and 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 kind of changed the direction and, and was really like the wings beneath it it going places. And I mean he was funny and he was memey and he knew how to mess with people and he had like the spirit of Dota down. And I was just like, guys, it's gonna be it's gonna be great. And so there's something that I don't know if you noticed this. I, well, I'm, I'm going to ask you this question, and we'll dive into the meat of, of the episodes. Did you feel that the the mm, expletives were overpopulated? Do you, do you think that the show was too mature?
0: No. I don't think so. Okay, I don't know.
1: So the reaction from a lot of people in the Dota community was... All of like these like F-bombs are excessive and they make no sense and they, they don't work contextually. Now, the really mm. cool thing was when I interviewed Ashley, he said that the show is supposed to be mature. right. And when you go to watch an anime, that's not always what you expect. But dota is not, it's not Fortnite. it's not Roblox. It's not meant for little kids. The story was really, really mature. I think they have like a orgy corpse room. Was he was saying it's like in writing part of it, that's what they referred to as like one of the rooms (laughs) in the show. Um, And, and I was like, okay. And so he said he leaned in really heavily on the mature tone in the first episode to set the tone for the rest of the series. so You knew what to expect. And so everyone was saying, wow, it was so heavy handed. And I was sitting here and I was like, yeah, but that was an intentional choice to get your mind into the right frame for what's in the show because that is an important thing to say uh is that i i know for this this podcast we we try and be not too adult however the show itself is for mature audiences there yeah
0: there's blood gore sex all that
1: Yeah, yeah. With a lot of different people all at once in all of those scenarios. Uh, So it was mature. And he really wanted to set that tone. And he said he really pushed boundaries in the first couple episodes to make sure that that was there. And, and you understood it and you knew what you were getting into because it was supposed to be dark and violent and twisty and everything.
0: I, I Maybe it's just a change of the times and how we do movies and TV shows, but I'll be honest, watching this, I didn't think it was any different than a lot of shows that are coming out nowadays. So, you know, with The Boys and Invincible and a lot both animated and live action shows mm-hmm. and stuff that, have a lot more blood gore and sex all involved in that and a lot more swearing in general uh i think maybe because i was coming off of invincible which does have quite a bit of swearing in it this didn't feel bad at all like yeah there's language but maybe i'm just used to it at this point so i I guess i could see where the community is coming from there but overall i i didn't think it was i didn't think it was heavy-handed at all I thought it was pretty pretty I average for this kind of show. It, it, it kind of what I expected to be to be real. So Yeah,
1: no, I, I thought it was the red right mouth because it was only a few. Like it really wasn't it wasn't like every other word. It wasn't like you were watching a Tarantino no. movie or something. Yeah, it was um, it was in
0: specific places that made sense. Uh Yeah.
1: Okay. That was I mean that was that was my fun fact from from interviewing Ashley, though. And and I don't know if you want to do the characters because you were so excited about that actor that you found out was in it or or if you want to dive into the story because they're both,
0: they're both pretty it. meaty. I mean, let's let's start with the story and then we'll, we'll get into the characters. I mean, I am excited for the... You know, it's great. We're going characters. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm I, excited I for the characters. Be... <laughs> we got two big people in here that I am huge fans of. Now, there, there's a lot of other ones I, I recognize that I'm not as big a fans of, but uh, Yuri Lowenthal is Davion. Now, Yuri Lowenthal is an incredible voice actor most people know him as sasuke from naruto but more importantly people would probably recognize him as he is currently the peter parker in the spider-man video games so that's that's who is is kind of big but he's been around the block for a while incredible voice actor the the ending of i have only cried two times during any video games the ending mm-hmm. of uh, the spy- the Marvel Spider-Man, the latest, not the Miles Morales, but the latest video game, was one of those times. Because the voice acting and just, the st- oh my God, it was incredible. Yeah, Yuri Lowenthal is amazing. The other one, uh, so he's playing as Davion, which is the Dragonite, the main character of the show. Mm-hmm. He gets possessed by a dragon and turns yeah. him into a person who can now also turn into a dragon. Slash yes. demon, uh, yeah, which is it, pretty cool. I mean, I I like the look. Uh, that's why. That's one of it is is. Davion it sounds like can turn into a different form in the game right Mm -hmm.
1: yes so in 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 Dota the game you are the dragon knight Davion and you're walking around whacking stuff with your sword and then when you get your ultimate your ultimate turns you into a dragon and you become a ranged attack and you get bonuses and your spells change how they work a little bit and when you're in dragon form you get to do all this extra cool stuff. So that that did match up rather nicely. Okay, so Yuri Lowenthal, Davion the Dragon Knight, the one who is fused with Slyrak, one of the Elder Dragons, and everything—that's your favorite dude. Who's, who's your other? Who's the other one you got excited about? Are you muted? I think you're muted.
0: <laughs> it's Troy Baker. I—I was <laughs> muted. <laughs> it's Troy Baker. That's the other one. He's the Invoker or the Sage or Luna, uh, whatever you want to call. Him, he's a he. He's an old, old looking dude who's been living in a mm-hmm. tower in the middle of nowhere, has a giant library and has uh ma- magic powers and is a, yeah, is an elf and sage. That's it's Troy Baker. Uh, I'm a big, 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 big fan of Troy Baker. Uh, he's mm-hmm. done stuff like he played the Joker in in one of the games for the Batman series. He's uh he was the the latest one i he just i just had was there's the villain i can't remember the scary monster thing from the medium did a phenomenal mm-hmm. job with that character he troy baker's and everything i love l- big fan of troy baker i think my fa- him and nolan north are like the two two legendary voice actors in video games <clears throat> apologies um the best way to explain, like, everyone knows those two g- names. They are in everything. Any game that has anyone, they're in there. Like, again, Troy Baker was in Far Cry. He was Pagan Min. Nolan North is, you know, in Uncharted and a bunch of other stuff. Like, those are the two. I love the way he phrased. He's good friends with the Rooster Teeth people on, on one of their podcasts. Someone asked him the question, how do I become a video game voice actor? his initial his joke response he's a really funny guy his joke response was wait for me or or and nolan north to retire he's like that's about it that's the only way you're getting any jobs so i'm a big fan of troy baker uh and so yeah immediately seeing those two actors i was like i love this series doesn't matter i know i'm going to enjoy enjoy them when they come in so but yeah those are my two there's a bunch of other other people like tony todd uh josh keaton uh freya tingley and and uh jb blanc who are also in these as a slew of characters so mm-hmm. it's good
1: okay so i'm I want to ask you you know that some of these characters are in the game
0: it's obvious that some of them yes
1: what are some of the characters that you're not sure marcy. whether or not they're in dota you don't know okay marcy
0: marcy yeah so uh marana who's kind of the the supporting actor in this who's teamed up with, with uh, Davion. I, I mean she's she's a main character. I don't know if she's yeah I mean she'd be considered su- supporting. But she has a bodyguard a mute bodyguard uh, named Marcy who is a badass. She mm-hmm. She's the secret weapon that Marana has that you see her when she goes off she goes off man. Everyone around her is gone when uh, she start, kicks into action. So uh, but yeah is she in that at all?
1: So Marcy is not in the game. I didn't think so. when the anime came out, Valve had announced that they were going to release a new hero soon. And there was a new hero that got released a few weeks after the anime came out, like a month or something after it. And everybody was just like it has to be marcy like please be marcy let's go and everyone was saying well maybe like i was saying oh it'd be really cool if it was silemane because she's not in the game and other people were like oh, oh i think it's gonna be um Fimrin. I, I have a hard time saying that one um and oh. and all of this but like the subreddit like all of these fan art and everything if you if you follow Ashley Miller on Twitter he retweets everything to do with Dragon's Blood so you get to see all this really awesome fan art it's very cool it was just Marcy nonstop everywhere and she's not in the game and people are upset about it so they are hoping that she ends up in the game and i'm curious like who has to sign away the rights for that? You know, like, is, is Valve working on it? Are they working out a always, deal with Studio Mir here?
0: Yeah, I always think what kind of powers and stuff will she have in the game, right? Because she doesn't, from what we could tell so far, she doesn't really have any magical powers. She's just kind of a badass fighter, right? So but they, they have yeah. that in the games as well, where it's like people not with powers necessarily. So
1: yeah, there's assassins like there's this one hero, uh, Ricky Maru or Ricky assassin, whatever, um, who like his ability is that he'll jump on you and always hit you from behind. So that you have to, like, turn to attack him. And if he hits you from behind, he does more damage. Right. And can, like, disappear because he's an assassin kind of thing. So there's a couple of assassin characters that, that you know, they'll throw a dagger. They'll go invisible. They're harder to hit. They move faster than other people, etc. So she could work. You could definitely make her work. Okay. Make a couple of her abilities
0: a little flashier. All right. So then, now now I almost want to go down the lens. I know Marana is in the game. I know a lot of yes. people talk about her ability. To, she shoots, like, one arrow into the, at the moon, and then it splits off to a, a volley of arrows, and I know that's an actual ability in the game. So uh, in
1: the game, it's, it's Star Storm. So, okay. like, stars rain down.
0: Uh, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. So, uh, the Invoker is... Yes, yes. Invoker
1: is in the game, I, and, and he's one of the things that makes Dota very unique because none of the other MOBAs... Smite, Han, League of Legends, uh, Heroes of the Storm. None of them really have a character like Invoker. He's very unique in how okay. he works.
0: Interesting. But so he's in the game. Slyrak?
1: Slyrak is essentially the dragon form of Dragon Knight. Okay, so they're not so two Davion different characters. That's what I
0: was wondering, if they were two separate no. characters. All right. Mm. Uh, Bram. No. No, nope, I didn't think so. So Bram is Davion squire, which he does <laughs> use the teleportation scroll which I know is part of the game. Yes. That's how you yeah. get back to just your home base, I assume, right? Yeah. It's kind of your, your get out of yeah. jail, like, oh, I need to go heal or buy or whatever it is. So Yeah. Um, so then... Uh, Selimene, you said, is not a character
1: in the game? No. Selimene is not a character. So Luna is a character
0: okay and
1: she'll like say things about selamene but selamene herself is not in the game gotcha lotuses are in the game
0: gotcha yeah so that one so selamene she was the goddess of the moon so she seemed like a really powerful person in general so I, i thought i just assumed she'd be in the game So she's not. Interesting. You said Femrin is not in the game either, but it sounds like they have assassin-like characters, so they kind of have a character already like her in the game?
1: Yeah, but they can always do more. Right. You know, there's space for more.
0: So yeah, Femrin's a a young elf uh, who steals the lotuses from Selimene uh, and the Night Silverwoods and uh, brings it to the Invoker, so... um, whole thing we'll we'll get into that in a second so then and then i guess uh caden caden is not either wow so there's a lot no. of characters in this that aren't actually in the game at all but i, at I all. thought it yeah. was the opposite i thought there would be more characters okay fair enough all and right. then
1: Ter- terror blade is in the game
0: yeah i mean terror blade is like the end all be all big baddie i would be amazed if yeah. that okay. he was not in the game so
1: and then some of the elder dragons are also in the game okay so the female icy elder dragon, there's a character called Winter Wyvern that I believe are the
0: same. Okay. So then tell me what characters are in the show that aren't in the game that aren't maybe mentioned on this list? There's got to be, is there any other like secret ones that I don't I, I didn't pick up on?
1: Um, I don't think so. I mean, this is pretty much, there's not that many other characters unless you want to start thinking about some of the side elf characters in certain scenes that are definitely not in the, in the game. Okay. Um, yeah, I think the big one would just be at least one of the Elder Dragons. Winter Wyvern hmm. is in the game. So really- And so it'd be very interesting to see if, if Valve uh, works on this.
0: Was that a, like- a pain point for a lot of the community with it? N- having Not having a lot of characters...
1: I don't think so. The way that the in Dota it. character lore works is they don't really all work together. So right. picking a subset and then like having loose things, you know, so like Winter Wyvern is a dragon and has a female voice. And then there's like an icy female voice dragon in the show. So you assume they're the same. Right. And then there's like other dragons where are like, okay, maybe they're this person in the game, but like it's not direct because there's no there's no like official lore there wasn't a story mode game no. created specifically for Dota like, there's Dota like is a all blizzard, multiplayer so yeah there's a blizzard story mode that you're copyright like protected from not touching right so you know the the writer actually got to do whatever he wanted with this really so you pick a subset of characters and you build a story that works around them yeah. and one of the really fascinating things that he said is It was like, it was almost really hard to pick these characters because in an anime or when you're writing a story, every single Dota character is the last of their kind. So they all have an epic story that can be built around them.
0: Of course. Well, that's how, again, when you're writing characters for a multiplayer game like this, you don't. I mean, I know just from typically you think of just some origin story. You just make them a, a, crazy because it's like it doesn't really matter how they got to this one place. It's just about where they came from. So they could come from every end of the globe that had no relation to each other, a correlation, uh, or even time. Like time and stuff is irrelevant and all, all those things. So it's all it's interesting that yeah i mean i guess it makes sense of why they don't have as many characters because this is very much the series that lends you could tell davion's story and then you just pull a bunch of other characters and create another story that's completely separate that has nothing to do with this original that they can they can work with so yeah uh, there's a lot of freedom for that
1: so i want i want i need i need the story i gotta i gotta jump into the story because i want to know what you thought (laughs) even.
0: this is gonna be another (laughs) long episode isn't it
1: we knew this was oh, going to happen. Um, so we got we got to dive into this. We've obviously we've been talking about there's all these big names. We think the creator's really, really great. And, like, I will say, I know this is a positively reviewed podcast, everything, we're positive about everything, but...
0: There's no but after that.
1: There's, there, no, there's no faking it. <laughs> there's no faking it. The creator was, like, legitimately awesome to talk to and so exciting. And, like, the voice actors were these legendary names. So the story... It's only eight episodes. I think that normally a story arc like this would have taken 30 plus episodes. (laughs) Right. Now on a brand new show, you don't know and everything, that's a pretty big budget spend. And what actually happened is the episodes were longer and each episode had about six minutes or so cut from it, from the original storyboarding. Okay. So what I want to know is, I think the overall story arcs and the character relationships, like what they build with Invoker and Selene and the daughter and everything is such a fascinating, like side. There's so many sides in this. There's, there's Slyrak and the elder dragons and fighting against Blade. There's, there's Selene and the people not worshiping her anymore. And like Marana stepping away and Luna supporting and elves being slaughtered. Like, and then there's all the Invoker stuff and it's so complicated and interwoven, but I do think it's brilliant, but I am curious, like without your background of knowing who these Dota characters are, how did it feel to you to like ride through yeah. this experience? I mean, I'm
0: I'm in the ballgame. We've been getting a lot. I mean, uh, what's his? Oh, man, I've just forgotten his name all of a sudden who just just wrote the Justice League and just did that Army of the Dead point is we just got that four hour justice league cut. So I'm now it's now this weird thing that we're starting to see a lot more shows and TVs or movies and stuff. Just be really long, which I think is great. I personally like it. More content is great. More ways to tell the story, but yeah, you don't need all these super long things to tell a story. You don't need 30 hours to, to explain one story kind of thing. So But there, I will say this show had a lot of moving parts. Like you said, there's a lot of storylines all going at the exact same time with a lot of of stuff being set up for future with a lot of different characters. Um, You know, you start out with just thinking that this is about a guy who was being possessed by a dragon, and it kind of just goes off with all these other characters having all these different their own little journey at the same time, and they all kind of come together at the end. I, it worked for me. I was I was a fan of it. As much as as I was able to... Ashley Miller did an amazing job writing it where I could easily follow along. Don't get me wrong. Of course, I would have always liked a... I, I've always... It didn't need to be 30 episodes long. I wouldn't have minded a 30-episode run for yeah. this kind of thing. Of course, oh. I'd be fine. More story, more show is great. A show that you enjoy. But... He did a great job condensing all these stories to link up together and match up and have them all running at the same time to all make sense and be cohesive. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. I was able to understand the story and follow along with it without being confused about what whose character is who and stuff, because I, I had that with some shows recently where, uh, you know, I just watched a movie, Wrath of Man, which is Guy Ritchie, and there, there's a lot of names and a lot of people, a lot of stuff, and I'm like, dude, I don't remember who is who at this point. I, I like, uh, there's there's some stuff. I mean, that was a pretty straightforward thing, but I'm not gonna get into that. Point is, with this one, as much as there was so much going on, I was able to pay attention to all of it, and it all makes sense, so. And which overall, the story was, was good. I enjoyed, it's a it's not a news story necessarily you know warring tribes and people being possessed <laughs> by dragons that one's a little more unique but you got people you know lots of death destruction and a lot of other stuff and double crossing and it you know it's it's pretty typical when in, in these kind of animes and shows and stuff like that but it's good it did a really really good job uh, to make it interesting and and enjoyable
1: and it got so it was worldwide trending on Netflix. Um, you know, number one, top spot. Dota community was very excited about that. Yeah. As we said at the start of the show, uh, Peru and Bolivia and the Philippines and everything, it was holding the number one spot in in those countries. And it got renewed. We're getting another season. Yes,
0: uh, I, and I would be amazed if it didn't. As as yeah, first off, it was good, but also whatever you get, as soon as you get number one in the world. On Netflix, you're getting another season. It doesn't matter.
1: Uh, so again, I'm bringing up this 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 interview that I did a lot, but it's rare that you get to interview the person who created like a yeah. major Netflix show. So I'm a, I'm be, I'm leaning back on this one a lot. But I asked him how many seasons he wanted, since you know he couldn't tell me how many were planned and everything, and he said three. <laughs> it's like, oh, I really want three seasons, and I'm just like. Ah, uh, you haven't heard of Valve, have you? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, they don't know how to count past two. So it, um
1: It would be hilarious <laughs> if if Netflix specifically numbered it season one, season two, and season four. I've always wanted just of it. I say
0: they just skip the numbers. Same thing, Portal Four. <laughs> I say as a whole, every game they make should just have the four for it. Like skip three altogether. It's a running joke. They should just do it. But no, I yeah. I liked what he said. I, I think he he I mean he has the same idea as someone like James Gunn did for the Guardian series. Everyone, mm-hmm. you know, everyone keeps asking, James Gunn is done with Guardians of the Galaxy uh, movies after this next one. And people are like, Are you telling me you're killing off the characters? Guardians are gone. He's like, No, 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 no. Marvel can do whatever the heck they want with them. I'm done with them because I just needed three movies to tell my story and how I wanted to tell it and the way they want. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go off on a high note. Like, I got my story. I don't want to just milk these characters forever, which it sounds like uh, Ashley Miller's the exact same way is he knows what he wants to do with the show. He feels he needs three seasons I hope we get the next se- uh, season gets more than eight episodes I hope it's like a 12 I don't like this whole eight episode thing go back to the 12 episode <laughs> or if uh, setup I, I like that way better to be honest um
1: what was lucifer I, it gave us 10 was lucifer 10 a season at first or something
0: I don't it might There's have been some something show that was 10 wait, a 10, I'm okay with I 10 know. I can live with 10 yeah. it is it is, is not just enough. just not enough for me but yeah, yeah it sounds and Disney's like he been needs pulling
1: that on us too
0: yeah, not, yeah, not did, giving well, us Disney, Yeah, they have their six episodes, and yeah, they're weird about it. So, but it's their way that the eight episode was now made, I think, popular by Netflix to run pilot seasons to like mm-hmm. see, hey, are people interested in this? If it does well, then we'll start doing twelve season, uh, twelve episode seasons. So, but it sounds like he knows what he wants to do for the next three seasons, which is good. He doesn't feel like, oh, I've got stories for years and multiple seasons. <laughs> He's like, look, I got a story. I want to tell it. It'll take three seasons to do it. After that, we'll see. So, Well, and this it's one good. is
1: Dragon's Blood, and it's about Davion and Dragon Knight. Right. And it involves six or seven Dota heroes. You got another hundred something to pick from and do another yeah, like three we said, seasons this, on a different this, story arc. The
0: way that this is set up is perfect. Is Yeah, Dota Dragon's Blood will pull some characters. They'll probably introduce new characters. Uh, they've got a huge catalog to pick from, so they just pick what they want. They tell their story, and then they're done. And then they just do uh, Dota, the Silver Hawk. I don't know. Whatever <laughs> the next series is, and they'll be like, oh, this is set on the other side of the world. Maybe it's at the same time, but not. Nah, it's like 12,000 years in the past before uh, the story of Dragon's Blood. You know, they could just go wherever they want with this stuff, so. Yeah.
1: No, it's good. It's I'm glad you liked it. It was, uh, I, you know... I was, thoroughly it was...
0: enjoyed it, yeah. And again, I know... It, I know i i heard the fan reception overall was pretty good which is rare for Mm -hmm. a lot of these shows i mean most shows and and based based on video game stuff tends to be pretty split i mean the sonic mm -hmm. movie overall got pretty good praised but you know there's there's a lot of a lot of people who are still uh, hardcore fans of even the games or whatever who might not like it tomb raider is another good example of like look i like tomb raider but are they like the video games at all? No. If I was a fan of the video games, I wanted a movie that was just like the video games. That's not what I got, but it was, you know, it, uh, the movie by itself is fine. So, and I think that's a big thing with a lot of, of video game shows or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Do people actually enjoy it? And it seemed that overall the community was actually pretty happy with this, which is rare. It's a rare thing. So good job and it's, on, it's, on it's, studio Mer for successfully yeah. executing that.
1: It's rare for an esports audience right. to be receptive <laughs> and positive as well. So that was like really the the uh, this, you you probably don't know this. There's an awful lot of drama in the Dota community right now because of uh, toxicity that's happening from specific individuals, and there's some serious Twitter drama that happened over the past couple of weeks. Just like, yeah, it's
0: like every community, hey, every gaming community right now, there's a lot. Yeah lot yeah. coming out about people. So,
1: yeah. And, and, uh, just it was great to see this, this person who wasn't involved in Dota at all, who created the show to be, you know, people enjoyed the show. They were happy for it. They wanted more episodes. And really the main criticism that I heard is, is, is people thought that there was a little too much swearing. And, um, and I was like, well, they, accomplished this point, and and so if, yeah. if that's the if that's the negative then they can have that that's not for this podcast i thought it was great and like and and really i mean you're right the community did like it they wanted more and i think that's impressive um from the dota community i love it but we're not the most positive bunch so to have that support was great <laughs> to see
0: that's why the dota community is not on this show we're only positive here so <laughs> uh nessa notwithstanding so she doesn't count so i was you know you're right i think miller and the studio did a good job uh with with the direction of this and stuff like you said i think it was a positive light for the community with everything going on it, it was good to see that someone like this come out and people actually enjoy and have fun with it so i i like i like the direction of the story i like the world that they've built around it um and again, there's a lot of freedom taken. You can tell from the show. You can tell that it was it's not a super crazy high budget animation. I mean, there's definitely some money into this. There are some incredibly well done scenes and just gorgeous, gorgeous landscapes that they've created for this. So and and Studio Mer is is no slouch when it comes to this stuff. So they they've done an amazing job with this. And it's I'm excited. I'm excited for the next season. I enjoyed it. More than I expected, I was not that I was expecting to not enjoy it, but um, are you there's ready to give record. it a rating? So, yeah, do we wanna do we wanna give it a rating? Uh, I guess yeah, I'll, well, what's I'll give your it, rating? Yeah, I guess my rating's more important than yours. You automatically have to like it; it's your job. So that's true. I will give it. Uh, you know, I'll give it an eighteen million an 18 no, you know million what? a 20 million i'll give it a 20, 20 million 20 million. uh it's except sp- the, the the caveat is 20 million back in 2015 so
1: got it there you go you know
0: got and then, it so inflation uh, notwithstanding
1: yeah so i'm i'm gonna give it uh we'll go with a 31 days of raising a child in
0: the bay area
1: okay that's gonna be that's gonna be my rating. I don't know
0: if that's a good rating, but I'll. <laughs> well, uh, we'll say that's a great thing. Hey, raising a hey, child hey, is a good no, thing. There's 30,
1: thirty-one children. Sorry, thirty-one children oh, raised in the raising Bay Area.
0: Thirty-one children in the Bay yes. Area. That's a yes. lot of kids to have in your house all at once. Uh, sounds like a, a very miserable time for you really fun for everyone else so exactly
1: so it's a really high rating rating. it's a
0: really (laughs) high rating i guess you got 31 very high enjoyment uh yeah if you got 31 kids make sure you take care of them for at least 31 days after that i don't know
1: okay so i'm gonna ask i'm gonna pose the question to you for where the next season goes okay we have obviously we have this relationship budding growing tentatively whatever between davion davion and and marana there's there is that that romantic element of course
0: as every show must have and i'll I'll eat those up i don't care how overdone it is give it to me every time i'll take it i love it
1: also the invoker selimane okay terrorblade like manipulated right you don't know if Invoker or Terrablade's actually worse for the universe. Right. When you, like, get through it, right? Well... So I, here's the question. We
0: actually Do stayed you... away from spoilers pretty well here, but I, I will say, I think the Invoker is... Terrablade's using... This is the slice spoiler. Invoker is using... Or Terrablade is using the Invoker, but really Invoker is using Terrablade to yes. bring his daughter back. Like, that's the end-all, be-all. So... I don't think the invokers i think i think terror blade is worse for it and i think the invoker knows that but he just doesn't care and so he's but, okay so, with the world make... being recreated as long as it, the caveat is he's allowed to be with his daughter again so doesn't that that's make it.
1: invoker worse because he's like I... egging terror blade on and helping him
0: Fully knowing, uh, I think the guy taking over, you know, it's like the the Black Order versus Thanos. The children of Thanos aren't worse than Thanos because they're helping Thanos. You know, they want what Thanos wants, but, you know, Thanos is worse. Ness is on top of Thanos, though, of how worse she is, so.
1: (laughs) The human race would survive, all right? With my plan, they would
0: survive. After she kills 99% of them. So
1: they would survive. That's probably and more than what the
0: the Terrorblade wants to do. I'm sure. Actually, that's probably a lie. I think he wants to eliminate 100 percent of human race. But
1: <laughs> okay. So my question is: Do you think that Selene and the history of the relationship is going to redeem Invoker, and there will be a redemption arc there, or do you think? That he's long gone and you're gonna they're gonna have to kill him or do something else to redeem that that arc.
0: Oh, I think he's gone. I hope he's gone. Okay. I'll put it that way. Yeah. I hope he is. I think he was written in a great way where he was he was playing 4D chess when everyone was playing regular chess kind of thing. Is he had he had all these things set up with manipulating people. He's a smart the invoker is a smart little boy. So he uh I think he's he's way past redemption at this point and he knows it himself. So he's committed to this. So they're going to need to do something to stop him. Um, and I don't think we're going to see redemption. I think we're going to see hesitation at times but uh, I think they're going to do what Star Wars didn't do and they should have done with Kylo Ren, which is after, after Kylo Ren killed his own father, bro, there's no coming back from that don't act like there is okay and just like just like the invoker is done he's killing the moon goddess and stuff and doing it for his daughter look he ain't coming back he cares more about his daughter than any other living soul on the planet combined so that's what he wants
1: got it okay well you know my thoughts I think it's great I I think you're right I hope I agree with you. I don't want him to be redeemed by memories of the time past like let Salimena be evil let Invoker be evil Yeah. let them all do get out and, and see what like Slyrak and Davian and Mehran and all can accomplish uh, it's I don't know that's, that's where I'm gonna leave it uh, with our raising 31 children in the Bay Area and a 20 million rating uh, but ratings are great They help things out. So wherever you're listening to this podcast, if it is a place where you can drop a rating, you know, 12 out of five stars, we really appreciate that. Leave a comment, drop a like, let us know what you're thinking, what you thought of the podcast, or thoughts about what we talked about, all those things, greatly appreciated. And if you want to see more on the whole social media things, Pause reviewed pod P-O-S reviewed P-O-D, Twitter and Instagram. You can also find us on YouTube, Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all those wonderful places. All those wonderful places.
0: Yep. And uh make sure you check out our last episodes. We've had three episodes so far. This is number four. Our last one was uh about Marvel stuff. It was Falcon and the Winter Soldier, <laughs> so it was good. We got more episodes definitely planned. Uh, we talked about it last week, so we definitely know what we're doing because I totally didn't forget about what we talked about. So our mm-hmm, next episode definitely. is planned. Uh, it's Resident Evil. It, it's not going to be Resident Evil. <laughs> Nessa refuses to do horror stuff. It's fine. But I've been thinking about a lot about Resident Evil, so I'll get her. I'll, we'll, we'll get her. We'll get her. All right. Uh, but yeah, not sure we're doing. You'll figure it out next week when I figure it out too. So... Anyways, thank you guys all for listening, and you guys have a good rest of your week.